Hello and welcome back to Unleash Your Peace. My name is Ali Shoja. I am your host. I'm a positive mindset coach, a personal transformation expert, a deliberate creator, and your peace trainer. Now, Unleash Your Peace is your peace training. Every single week, we dive into a different topic about the internal world on this podcast. And we do that through the course of five episodes published Monday through Friday. The episodes are super short. I try to keep them under 10 minutes long. That way you have something really short and sweet and inspiring and thought-provoking every single day to listen to. And the whole point of this is to go inward. It is inside of you that your peace resides. It's inside of you that your power resides, your intuition, your creativity, everything lives within you. And by going inward, you start gaining access to all of that which gives your life purpose and happiness and joy, and you start living your best life yet. When we live from this place of joy and peace and connectedness to that infinite, not physical part of us, that beingness of us that holds all of our potential, we don't just incrementally improve the quality of our lives, we actually exponentially innovate every aspect of our experiences on this physical plane. We become our whole powerful creator selves and we live authentic lives of our dreams. And that means we become uplifters and inspirers of people around us and that trickles out into society and next thing you know we are leveling up as a society as a human race and that is my wish for all of us now this week we are talking about blind spots and blind spots are basically areas that are hidden deep inside the recesses of our subconscious and we bury faulty beliefs this faulty programming underneath everything where we no longer have access to consciously and then we build our entire personality on top of that and we build other intricate belief structures right on top of that and then we wonder why we can't change our lives because there is something buried inside a blind spot that we do not want to look at and why don't we want to look at it a lot of times it's somehow connected to a shame or a guilt that we have been carrying for a long time since childhood it's internalized and we just kind of bury it now yesterday i talked specifically about what happens when you have two contracting beliefs so for example one belief says a passionate relationship is one where people are fiery and yeah they're gonna fight because people are fiery and there's passion fighting is a symptom of having passion in a relationship. That's one belief. And then the next belief is to have a good marriage, you need to be able to communicate and you need to be able to spend time together as a family and be on the same page and so on. So those two things are very contradictory to each other. So then if you are holding both of those beliefs simultaneously, it's very difficult to have a relationship that you're happy with. Anytime you're communicating clearly and having a peaceful environment around the house, you're thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, the passion is going out the door and then subconsciously you're picking fights. That is going to make you feel like you're not having a good marriage because you're fighting all the time and you're not able to communicate. And this can happen in every aspect of your life. In my personal life, this contradictory belief structure has happened with my finances, for example. I felt like whenever I was compensated for my work, so whenever I had a job with a company and I was receiving monetary compensation, for the work I was producing. I felt very much stuck. I felt miserable and I felt like I'm not fulfilled. And that turned into a belief that getting paid and feeling fulfilled are mutually exclusive. A very dangerous belief to have 
if you are a creative and an entrepreneur and you want to work on your own projects, because then anytime you are making money, you start feeling stuck. Now, I want to go a little bit deeper into these examples today, and I want to talk specifically about why they happen. And in both instances, notice that the happiness, the sense of fulfillment, the joy that we wanted to experience was externalized. In the example of the relationship, that joy, that security, that passion was externalized and projected onto this other person. So they have to behave a certain way in relation to you for you to experience passion, for you to experience security, for you to feel like you are in a good relationship. And in the example I gave you about my life with finances, my sense of fulfillment was externalized. My sense of fulfillment was tied directly to the work that I was doing. So if I was working on certain types of projects that I deemed passion-worthy that came out of me and I was excited about, I felt like I'm feeling fulfilled. However, if I worked on projects that I did didn't maybe want to do. They weren't my projects. They were driven by clients or by people who were employing me. I felt like I'm not feeling fulfilled. So I tied my sense of fulfillment to the work that I was actually performing. Now, in both instances, those are false beliefs. They are false associations. So in my instance with the fulfillment, a big piece of releasing those beliefs about money specifically was recognizing that my sense of fulfillment is not tied to any task that I perform throughout the day. I can literally be doing the most undesirable jobs on this planet and I can still feel fulfilled. I can find fulfillment in it. I can find joy in it and happiness in it because my happiness does not depend on what it is I'm doing, the task I'm performing in this moment. And it has everything to do with my connection with my inner being. When I'm not feeling fulfilled, it's not a sign that I'm not doing something that I'm supposed to be doing, that I'm not doing something that I want to be doing. It is definitely a sign of my separation from my inner being. Because guess what? It doesn't matter what you're doing. Your inner being is enjoying it. Your inner being is reveling in the experience of it just by the virtue of participating in the action of anything, your inner being enjoys it because there's expansion in literally everything we do throughout our days, whether it's cleaning the house or signing a multi-million dollar check or creating a painting or writing a poem or walking to the bathroom. It doesn't matter. Every single act that we perform, every single breath that we take has within it the opportunity for us to connect with our inner being and then therefore feel fulfilled through that connection because our fulfillment always is linked to our connection with ourselves, with that greater part of ourselves. Now, the opposite is true. I can be doing everything that I want to be doing and not feel fulfilled, not feel like I have a purpose in life. Just look at people who grow up with having everything in their lives. There is a huge percentage of kids who come from wealthy households who use drugs, for example, who shoplift, who do illegal stuff, who participate in actions that are absolutely ridiculous. You know, you look at them and you say, why are you doing this? The reason they're doing this is because they feel separated from their inner being. So you can literally have everything you could ever dream of and you could literally be doing everything 
you want every moment of the day and still feel miserable if you are separated from yourself, from that greater part of yourself. So your fulfillment, your happiness, your joy is never tied to what the other person is doing, to your relationship with somebody, to your relationship with your work, to what is happening in this moment for you, whether or not you're participating in an activity that you would categorize as fun, joyful, or something that is part of your passion. None of those things matter. What matters is whether you are connected to yourself in this moment. When we identify beliefs that are buried in our subconscious, in our blind spots, and even conflicting beliefs that are working against each other and against us, as I did with the finances, for example. The one thing, the number one thing that really helps us release those beliefs is identifying what it is we have externalized. So what have I assigned to someone or something that doesn't belong there, that belongs to my inner being? How have I externalized my relationship with my inner being and basically replaced my inner being with something outside of myself? Because every single time we do that, Every time we replace the relationship that's supposed to be with ourselves with something outside of us, we create suffering for ourselves. We create a faulty line somewhere within us, faulty programming somewhere within us that is going to create suffering within us. If we think that the source of our happiness is another person, we're going to create suffering. If we think the source of our fulfillment is a job, we're going to create suffering. If we think someone needs to perform a certain number of acts for us to feel loved, we create suffering. So the suffering we endure through our lives is always self-created and it's created whenever we replace the relationship with our inner being with something outside of us. So I will leave you with that today. That is a lot to digest, a lot to work on if you are doing this internal work. And if you're struggling and you need someone to walk through this with you, you can always reach out to me through my website. It's peaceunleashed.com. And if you want to receive your daily love notes from me and be uplifted and inspired by those, check out Instagram and find Peace Unleashed. Follow that account. It is where I share loving messages with you every single day. And until tomorrow, when we come back and go a little bit deeper into this topic of blind spots, I wish you a peace-filled day.